Technology companies are racing to roll out artificial intelligence assistance. So is the new move a helpful feature or a cheaper way to replace human workers? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Canadian e-commerce firm Shopify announced it will launch an artificial intelligence assistant for merchants on its platform. The assistant called Sidekick will answer merchant questions, including details about sales trends. Recently, several companies have launched AI assistants following the massive jump in the use of OpenAI's chat box, ChatGPT. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Thanks so much for joining me. So after this announcement came out, a Shopify employee broke their non-disclosure agreement to shed light on what they called the company's controversial and strategic direction in a Twitter thread. The former employee allegedly exposed the company's promise of job security to its staff only to carry out massive layoffs. The employee is also claiming that the company is shifting towards an increased reliance on artificial intelligence support. So is the possibility of humans losing their jobs to AI becoming a big concern now? Um, it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, there's there's a number of companies uh, from uh, India to Europe to now Shopify in Canada that made statements uh, that they were doing, you know, employee downsizing largely for cost cutting measures. But in, in many cases, what we're seeing is and, and this is covered by non-disclosures that they're actually moving the staff from physical staff, human staff to artificial intelligence engines. Um, and in many cases, this will probably satisfy some of the need that they have for that staff. Um, it, it's definitely not a replacement for full human communication. But if you're talking about the the aspect of upgraded chat bots and upgraded chat or telecommunication service um, or customer service, it solves a, a critical issue um, at the same time. It really pushes off a, a lot of employees. Um, and it creates problems for them. Uh, and, and I think that's really the challenge of what we're seeing from Canada right now, specifically the Spotify issue. Now, there is no emotional or social contacts with artificial intelligence programs like there is when dealing with humans. While the technology is well-intended, do you think using AI assistance could lead to unforeseen dangers? It can. I mean, you know, if you look at where we've seen rogue AIs before, it just really depends not just on what they're trained on, but like what they're interacting with from a contextual standpoint. Um, we saw Microsoft's uh, Cortana go off the rails a couple of years ago. Uh, we've seen, you know, a number of these AIs uh, just kind of fail to launch uh, Google's Bard AI originally. Uh, and so the, the long term aspects of what is going to come from this is kind of yet to be seen. I, I think for basic customer service and like, you know, find my order and, and, and can I get this replaced and that kind of a thing, there's some utility. Um, but as we're seeing with chat GPT and its answers, you know, moving down in relevance from about like 90% accuracy to uh, maybe about 10 to 15% accuracy after about a month, uh, month and a half worth of use, there's some consideration in terms of risk. Um, specifically when it's coming into play where humans used to have the job before, but it's now being satisfied by, you know, AI on a server. 
Why do you think it is that those answers are becoming not as good as they once were? Um, a lot of it, you know, I'll use the Cortana example again. It, it really comes down to AI training. Cortana was having conversations with people that were having a lot of negative conversations and, and saying a lot of uh, hateful and, and vitriolic um, statements. And so what ended up happening after about six months is that became part and parcel of how it communicated, how it, it identified itself and how it, it stated things. And that led to it being shut down. Um, the same thing could happen here, depending on how the AI is trained, uh, what information it takes in, and that AI is going to change over the course of time. Um, we'll also see changes with upgrades to the engine. Uh, but in the, the near term, you know, I think part and parcel of the problem is that there's plenty of information coming in, uh, but there's perhaps not any segmenting or filtering that's allowing it to actually become better at what it does. And we're seeing a repeat of what had happened with Cortana and, you know, a number of AIs that have failed in the past. Now, right now, we're living in an unregulated era when it comes to AI. We've talked extensively about what some eventual regulation could look like. Would legislation mm -hmm. ever include job security for humans when it comes to companies embracing new AI trends? I think if there's government subsidies that are involved or there's private partner, private public partnerships that are involved, uh, you're most likely going to see some sort of government regulatory oversight in regards to, you know, what hiring practices should be. Um, it, it's very similar to what had happened in automotive manufacturing when we started bringing in, you know, automotive robots to do some of the heavy lifting and some of the more dangerous tasks of rotating um, entire car chassis for welding, right? Um, but now what we're looking at is we're looking at a, a replacement of service jobs. And so I think if it starts applying um, uh, AI or if these companies start applying AI to more of what we call knowledge worker jobs, we'll definitely see policy coming from Congress and maybe even states that specifies, um, you know, these types of jobs have to be protected or if AI is implemented, that these types of concessions have to be given um, more, more than that, you could even potentially see unionization around industries where we never thought that that would potentially be possible simply because of the encroachment of AI. Now, the United Nations Security Council held its first meeting on AI's threat to global peace. Jack Clark, an artificial intelligence company executive, told the council that AI can't be trusted to guarantee the safety of systems we don't understand and that are prone to chaotic or unpredictable behavior. How concerning mm -hmm. is it to hear these continued warnings from industry experts? Of course, we heard uh, Sam Altman's testimony on Capitol Hill, you know, as these big tech companies are trying to commercial, commercialize AI, how concerning is it? It's very concerning. You know, um, what it basically states is that they have built um, adaptive models that they're not 100% sure what it's actually going to do. Um, and this becomes even more concerning when we start looking at like what the military is doing, um, the fact that they're, they're building, you know, quantum leaning computer systems that they're loading these AIs on and that they're looking to to scan even deeper troves of information um you know there's there's ethical concerns with this there's security concerns with this um and there's also the 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 question of what exactly is gpt4 
right, that Engine 4.0 going to do as it evolves over the course of the next couple of months, because we're really only looking at this running prime time since roughly about November of last year. And that's not a significant amount of time. So, you know, as they say, time will tell. But I think that the concerns about security, the concerns about impact to jobs and the concerns about the actual utility of this in, in terms of how it's influencing and affecting people is something that we should really be concerned about. Do you think the world can come together to prevent the technology's misuse? You know, if you read all of the cyberpunk stories that are out there from the 80s and 90s, there's eventually some sort of consensus that comes together. I think the challenge that we're going to have here is that there's too many bodies. Um, and who really owns this at the end of the day? Is it the World Economic Forum? Is it the United Nations? Is it the United States? Is it the United States and the European Union with, you know, the BRICS countries and a couple other folks? You, you've got a lot of players that could potentially put a regulatory hand into play here. Um, and that's something that we'll have to continue to watch. Uh, but I, I think that ideally, at the end of the day, you could really end up with a consortium of these organizations um, based upon a need for AI standards, um, but even more so a need to really maintain job security in the face of continued encroachment from technology on you know jobs that can just be automated. Ah, Sultan, thanks so much for joining me today. More ticker news right after this. 